Welcome everyone to week one of Prepared Faith and we're going to be doing this six week series of preparation for things that could happen tomorrow is I guess the best way to put it. Uh, week one here we're going to start off in uh, the foundation of preparedness. I'm Pastor Jack. This is Prepared Faith. First question out of the box of course is are you prepared? Today we're going to be tackling the intersection of spiritual preparedness and survival preparedness. So I want you to buckle up, get ready, and let's get into this topic pretty good because this is really is a critical topic when you're talking about uh, preparedness and being uh, ready for things that are, are going to be happening. So let's take a look at uh, spiritual preparedness first. Let's take a look at uh, the essence of really what that is as we dive in here into the end of this first segment let's take a look at the degrees of spiritual preparedness and how they're going to work together to help you deal with what is out there now there may be some kind of event and that's the way we're going to refer to these from now on uh, throughout this it may be a tornado a hurricane power outage, winter blizzard, uh, stuck out in a car in, in a winter blizzard. It, it, you know, all of these things are going to pertain to being prepared for the situation that has jumped up and is right in the middle of your lap. So get ready. Here we go. We're going to take a look at that uh, spiritual uh, preparedness and how it makes a difference in your life and, and where does that play in coming together in your survival preparedness, your preparedness for the, I mean, uh, really spiritual preparedness is, is being prepared for each and every day as it's laid out before you. Now you might be wondering a little bit of what exactly spiritual preparedness is. Well, it's not about uh, adhering to some type of religion. It's more about I guess really, you know, tapping into a deeper sense of purpose and connection. Now that may sound a little bit weird, I don't know, but it's really, it's the inner strength that you have and everyone has that you just have to reach into and you've got to tap into that and that's going to help you weather the storm and it doesn't matter what event it is. Uh, whether it be metaphorically or an actual event, quite literally, uh, your spiritual preparedness and how you tap into that is going to be uh, a whole lot of what the outcome is for whatever event you've been placed in. Let's take a look here at this next page. Picture this, if you will. Let me just put out a little scenario with you. Uh, You've stocked up on supplies, you've created an emergency plan, you've put everything together and you're ready. Something happens and you have to implement that plan. Well, all of a sudden something changes in that plan and there's suddenly chaos in the, the surrounding areas where you're at or the surrounding family or whatever it may be. 
if you are prepared mentally and spiritually and are ready and have that mindset of positivity, then you're going to be able to move through the chaos and move into the solution. Remember, we got to get through the chaos to the solution where we can be better at whatever the event is or whatever's going on around us. Don't let it take a hold of you and fluster you. Uh, take time to really understand uh, where you are spiritually. And again, I'm going to say this, I'll say it every time, I'm not here to tell you what religion you need to be or what, anything like that. But what I want you to know is there is some inner peace down there. There's some spirituality within your soul, within your body that you can tap into to be more of a positive influence in the chaos so that you can move through that chaos and into that solution. So let me ask you a question again. Are you prepared? Well, as I said last time on the on the preview, I'm not totally prepared. And I think if you if you sit down in that I'm always I'm already prepared rocking chair like this, you're just rocking back and forth, you're gonna find out that you're not prepared. I think being prepared and spiritually prepared is something uh, you need to seek every day. And, and have it every day on your mind and when you're going out and about that you know what is it that might could be you know they always tell you to be aware of your surroundings and I think that is so true uh, let me just uh, read this little story to you here um, this is just to kind of help you think about and hit you know just kick the thought the thought process in gear and, and during a power outage that's lasted for several days, you find out in the very moments of that calmness and that reflection of spiritual preparedness, that's where you draw your strength from and that's your beliefs. How, you know, what are your beliefs? And then connecting with others gives you the ability to have a significant role in helping those people and helping them get, you know, uh, where they need to be helping them find their spiritual preparedness and, and sharing with them in such a way that you're positive and that positivity, like I said, it takes you through the chaos and into the solution. So always be looking for that mindset that allows you to face chaos or face adversity with a positive mindset to move you through it and on into the solution. Do you have any experiences that you've been where that's happened to you? Uh, you may be uh, in, may a car broke down in a winter storm or, or something like that. Well, if you do have any of those situations or examples that you would like to share with us, go on over to www.preparedfaith.com. Go over to our contact page and drop us a note in there in the comments and let us know. And who knows, you may end up with uh, your topic uh, as one of our uh, podcast and video podcast and you'd be you just tickle us to death that if we could uh, discuss something that you were more than interested in and it was speaking personally to your life think about it folks spiritual preparedness is that inner strength that you're looking for to move you into and out of chaos and into the solution 
All right, let's take a look at uh, some of the nuts and bolts of being survivalist prepared. Now, I know we're going to uh, have a week of, of, you know, nuts and bolts, actually, and we're going to put it all together, and then we're going to separate them out. We're going to talk about things like a to-go bag, an emergency plan, a this or a that, and that's in the upcoming week, so make sure you stay tuned for that. But I want you to know that um, there is a order to things that you can tap into by being spiritually prepared and that moves you over into the physically prepared. I know if you've got a positive attitude, it's it's a lot easier to uh, say bring up a 40 case of water up a three stair, uh, three uh, three flights of stairs, and then put it in your closet to to save it. It's so much easier if you got a positive attitude to grab that extra uh, bag of beans at the grocery or that extra bag of. Um, rice or maybe even that extra box of ammo and and get that home and put that where it needs to go for your preparedness so as you can see this the survival spiritual preparedness works hand in hand together and actually complements one another so let's uh let's see if we can find some some harmony in the uh, spiritual and uh, the survival preparedness as we move forward well let's uh Let's talk about the integration of spiritual and survival's preparedness. How can we forge ahead and bridge the gap between the spiritual and the reality of being in a crisis event? Uh, well, that all goes back to being positive and the mindset you're at. Uh, we know that sometimes life is not fair. And sometimes we get in situations that we really have to dig deep to get ourselves out of. And I don't know what situations you may have been or anything like that. And I know that uh, I've been in some several situations, but nothing where it was really, I guess you would say, life-threatening. But uh, when we're looking at some events that are coming, maybe the hurricane. Uh, you know, I live down on the coastal bend, and uh, we're always aware of hurricanes and you know, with hurricanes comes the tornadoes, and with all that comes the electrical outages for a couple of days. So you can see, if you uh, remember back when Katrina hit, there was a lot of things that went on over there in, uh, in New Orleans and stuff that just, you had to have your stuff together to get through it all. Your spiritual preparedness and your uh, physical preparedness so you could survive the times there. And that was just, uh, you know, just a hurricane. Um, so we're looking at different things in today's world that could really, really top us off in such a way that uh, we'd have to find us a place to shelter, find us a place to do this, pick up our arms and even fight. So I want you to be aware of all that and let's, you know, if there's one thing you take away from this podcast, this video cast, is that your spiritual resilience, your mindset is going to get you through a lot of things where you think that you would give up on. If you've got a good positive mindset and think that you're going to be able to do it and you're, you're, you're ready to go and you've got all that inner, inner strength that's coming through, 
you are going to be able to find that extra breath of air that gets you through uh, a long run. You're going to find that extra burst of adrenaline that gets you through the uh, uh, pulling someone out of a car or helping someone out of a house that a tornado's ripped through. Those things are deep down within with inside you. Uh, there's some uh, footage of uh, a lady that that lifted a car off of someone because you know and it's just those that brief moment where you reach down real deep and find out what you're truly made of so let's take a look at here in our final segment today i want to talk to you a, a few things and i'm going to read these off the notes here so i don't miss anything and I, uh, i'll tell you where i got this information so you can go over there and take a look at it yourself and it's over at the red cross website it's redcross.org and they talk about how to create your emergency plan. Well, there's three steps they mention over there. And, uh, man, I'm going to have to put my glasses on for this one. Look at here. Uh, first one is, with your family and household members, discuss how to prepare and respond to the types of emergencies that are most likely to happen where you live, learn, work, and play. And like I said, we're down here on the Texas Gulf Coast, so... Every time that the uh, uh, the water gets to a certain degrees, then it starts to become hurricane season. And so, you know, we have to prepare, you know, we'll get extra water, we'll get a few extra cans of Spam, or, you know, a lot of folks have a generator, they've got boards to put up on their windows. And uh, so they are, are, are get, they get ready that way. And, um, you need to decide what type of events going to happen around you. Uh, maybe you're up in Kansas through Tornado Alley up through there, and you have a lot of tornadoes through that area. Uh, you you would prepare for a tornado. You would talk about with your family members uh, what happens if a tornado uh, is is the tornado siren goes off, and you know what do we need to do? Do you have a basement? Do you have a tornado shelter? Where are you going to meet? How are you going to do it? Uh, same thing with a fire, you know, you you need to have that uh, ability to know where your family members are going to go and where they're going to meet you in such a way that if they're not there, then you can start looking for them. And uh, so there needs to be a rally point, but you need to think about what uh, events are going to happen there where you're at. A uh, tornado, a hurricane, maybe, maybe you live in a low-lying area, maybe flood may be concerned with the flood. Uh, you may be uh, out on the California coast and mudslides, uh, you may a uh, wind event. Uh, there's just all kinds of events that can happen that we need to be prepared for and we really need to figure out how we're going to, to move through those and we're gonna move through the chaos of the event and of course we're gonna come out on the solution side. And number two, is identify the responsibilities of each member of your household. Uh, they, your children are never too long, young to know that they need to uh, go out this window in case of an emergency. Uh, of course, you know, when you got babies or toddlers, they may not understand that, and you're going to have to make that plan for them so that they can, uh, you know, know that you're going to come get them or that you know that you're supposed to get them or the wife's supposed to get uh, the boy and, and the dad's supposed to get the girl or vice versa or, or whatever it may be. Each individual family is a unique system that has to be put 
uh, out on the drawing board, I guess you could say, and look at the mechanical components of the family. How old are the children? What can they do? What's their responsibility? How, what's my responsibility as dad? What's my responsibility as mom? And those are the things that you, you, know, you talk about when you're starting to, to create your plan uh, for a disaster. And number three, you got to practice it. Uh, Red Cross is uh, recommending if you've, if you've got a plan for evacuation, then at some point, somewhere along your daily life, you say, it's happening. Then you grab your go bag, you check your evacuation routes, you, as you're checking your evacuation routes, you look and say, well, what if this, this highway is, is blocked off or if this, I can't get down this highway. You used to, you know, plan B, you've got to have uh, a way that you think you're going to go and then you've got to have a way that you might need to go. Uh, you know, as long as you have some alternatives there that are already pre-thought about, they're not going to be such a, uh, I guess, a detrimental, detrimental moment in your evacuation or in your plan or, or whatever it is. If you've thought about it and can work through it, you're going to be a whole lot better off when and if that happens to you. So make sure that you make a plan and then work the plan and then, you know, try it out. See how it's going to work. See if everybody knows what they're doing. Uh, you know, maybe once or twice a year would be a good good thing to do that. Uh, you know, we're going to look at uh, common emergency scenarios where you plan, you know, be familiar, like I said, with the uh, type of disaster that may be in your area. Uh, if you're along the coast, the hurricane, tornado alley, the tornadoes, California, the mudslides, these things, you know, think about or even better yet, look back in the history of your area and see what kind of events or disasters have, have actually been in your area so you can uh, be prepared for that. So you can look at those and uh, consider how you're going to respond in that emergency, uh, whichever one it may be. You have to think about, uh, you know, what do I do? Uh, you know, case in point, what about an EMP? Maybe a soul, you know, uh, coronal mass ejection uh, may happen from the sun, and it may knock out all of our electronics. You know what? You know what? What would you do in that situation? What would you do if the uh, electricity was out for three or four days? How would you plan for that? How would you step up to the plate? I guess you would say, and and, and provide for your family. Consider consider how you would respond to these emergencies. Uh, for your unique region so you'll know what, what you're going to be doing. Plan on what to do in case you're separated. This is a very important point, uh, especially with families. Uh, what are you going to do if you become separated? Uh, where is the rally point? Uh, what is your, your positions or where are they going to be? Uh, are you going to go out the windows and meet at the telephone pole out front? Or are you going to go to a neighbor's house? Or are you going to go to the bumper of the car? Or wherever it might be. Uh, you, everybody needs to know that simply because if they don't, they're going to, if, even if they get out of whatever the happening is, the event, uh, they won't know where to go to find the loved ones or to check on them. And that's just going to create more chaos and more anxiety in the life of whoever it is, whether it's a toddler or a teenager or even a, a grown up. Uh, you know, if I, if there was an event and I didn't know where my wife was, I certainly would be 
uh, I'd just pretty well go crazy trying to find her for sure. So make that rally point uh, a place where everybody can get to and uh, you know decide how long you're going to be there until everybody shows up or if you're going to be there 30 minutes then go look for people uh, how are you going to identify that so-and-so's already been there but they're out looking for there's just so many scenarios that you have to be ready and prepare for let's go on here what if you're not home what kind of what kind of plan do you have if you're uh, visiting grandma or grandpa or if you're out on a vacation somewhere Take just a few minutes to, uh, you know, move your home plan into wherever you're at. Uh, it may just be as simple as anything happens, we're going to meet in the lobby by the fountain. Uh, you know, something like that. Or if you're you're at some theme park, anything happens, we're going to meet at the front gate or some designated area. So the people, all your people in your group knows where they're going to be if something happens. Again, this is good for groups, school groups, or... Uh, big family groups or if you're going to uh, somewhere with a group of people that they all know if something happens and you know we're gonna meet back at the car or if we get separated uh, you know we're gonna meet back at the car at uh, two o'clock or you know something like that so that way you will be able to uh, you know have a little bit of peace of mind uh, until you get there and find out they're not there then what do you do see there's another scenario so always be thinking ahead if you can. If you can get two steps ahead in the event that's happening, you'll come out of that chaos a whole lot better. Here's one important thing that I didn't even think about. It came off the uh, Red Cross uh, uh, page, and it, it's make emergency contact cards for everyone. Uh, you know, even the, even the kids or something. You know, have have that maybe on a lanyard that. You know, if something happens, that's one of the things they do. They grab their lanyard, put it over their head, hit the window, get gone. Uh, you know, meet at the pole. But if you've got a contact card on there, uh, if something happens, then the emergency first responders would be able to have some kind of identification, some kind of where they live or what, what's going on in their life, so they would be able to know uh, how do I deal with this uh maybe it's an elderly person or or maybe it is a young child you know a contact card who they are what kind of address they have a phone number and any type of um, allergies they may have or anything like that you know those they got got those wristbands uh, first alert bands that some people wear but if you've got something like that on your contact card then the paramedics or the first responders they know not to do this or not to do that uh, so that's going to help out. That's going to speed things along uh, in your, uh, I guess, your survival plan and, and in making your uh, family a unit again if you get separated. So, so think about that for contact cards. What to do if you got to evacuate? Okay, well, what are you going to do? If I have to evacuate my home for, for let's say, a hurricane because I live down here in hurricanes area, you know, what am I going to do? Well, our plan is to go up to Central Texas where I have family and, you know, I can stay with family until the all clears given back down here. Uh, and then that way I would know or, you know, plan B would be get the, get up far enough and, and get a hotel or motel uh, so I can be there. But then again, it go, remember back when we talked about letting people know that you're safe, here again, your family members, if even 
your extended family members, maybe a brother or a sister or a mom or dad or a grandma or something. Uh, if you can, give them a call and let them know that you're okay and, and everything because uh, them not knowing is creating a chaos in their life that they need to get through and find a solution for. So try to help out. If you, you know, I know you're going to be busy. You're going to be thinking about your own self, your, your own family, but there are your loved ones that are out there extended that really need to know that you're okay. So also, here's another thing we need to worry about, guys. Most all of us, now I don't it presently, but I have had uh, a pet. What are you going to do with the pets? How are you going to get the pets there? Uh, do we have a kennel that stays in the vehicle? Do we have a kennel in the garage that we need to put them in? Do they just ride? Uh, those are things that um, in the event arena where you have to make some split-second decisions, if you already know those things need to be this, this, or that, they need to be taken here, put there, grabbed here, put in there, uh, those are things you don't have to think about anymore because, uh, like we said, you're going to be at least practice this once or twice a year so we are familiar with what's going on and then uh, uh, adjust and make tweaks and tune it up to where it fits what, what you need to have it to do. Again, one of the main, the most important things is to let people know that you're okay. Let them know where you're at. So, from securing your home during a vicious hurricane to staying warm during a winter blizzard, uh, one of the things you need to do is be prepared. Preparation is the key. It's the key to adaptability. Pro, be proactive. It's the you know it's the most important thing is to be prepared. Well, that is true, uh, and a key to that is being prepared first here in the mind. So this is Pastor Jack asking you the question one more time during this podcast. Are you prepared? Are you ready if things go south? So let me know. Don't forget over there at www.preparedfaith.com. We've got a comment uh, area over there on the Contact Us page. So please go over, put in your email address, and I promise you I'm not going to sell your email to anybody else. It's going to stay right with us. And let us know what uh, what you think and any comments that you may have. Uh, don't forget to subscribe subscribe to our video cast and our podcast here. Also, we've got a, that website, that www.preparedfaith.com. It's got a lot of helpful information on there, and it, and I just got finished building it just a couple weeks ago. So it will be growing as we grow here, as our community grows. We will try to reach out in such a way through the website. To let you know what's happening, what's going on. Eventually we'll have some mercs on there. And uh, so we look forward to interacting with you through our website and getting to know you as one of our followers. Again, it's Pastor Jack. You have a great time out there. Be prepared. Remember, through the chaos, into the solution. Have a great day.